Well, fans, here we are. The AHL season has come and gone once again. Another cup winner has been presented. It was, again, for the third time in franchise history. Not only for the third time, but back-to-back. The Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. How do I feel about that? I hate it. Honestly, can't stand it. You're going to be like with the argument of, oh, they got Canadian players and you like a lot of them. You should be happy. Uh, No, no. As far as I'm concerned, even though this was a different season altogether, divisional lineup and amount of games played and awards given out in a different fashion, uh, I will always dislike the Tampa Bay Lightning. They are a division rival as long as I'm as long as I'm alive. They have been our division rival as long as I can remember. Uh, no, I'm not okay with it. Montreal, they played a hell of a ride. I I'm gonna go to a little thing called "If I Were You." Habs fans, if I were you. I'd be very proud of the way Montreal played this postseason. You guys were the most underwhelming team. The most not wanting to be their team by a lot of people. Everyone called you out against the Leafs. You beat them. Everyone called you out against the Jets. You swept them. Everyone called you out against Vegas. You beat them in seven. I mean, sorry, six. Yeah, that's that's impressive to me. Congratulations. You had an impeccable season. And you should be proud. Gary Price. Let's get to Gary Price for a minute. Was he spectacular? No. But he was very good. He is, without question, the reason you were there. Without question. If Gary Price is not in between those pipes... You guys don't make it. Jake Allen is good, but he's not Carey Price. That's why he didn't play. Uh, you're going to say, well, he should have played. Carey Price bombed it in how in the uh, in the um, playoffs in a couple of games. Sure, he did. What? But what? Goldie wouldn't. Going up against a team as insanely built as the Tampa Bay Lightning are. From first line to fourth line to the goaltender. They are a team. They are something else. Yeah, I could go on about how good Tampa Bay is. Even though I don't like them. You can't deny how good they are. Not at all. Um, Price had was given obviously the post game press conference, uh, and here's what he had to say: I just don't think I played well enough at the start of the series, and no one can argue that. Um, but Carey Price had to make some very difficult trying saves, and his team. As per usual, had no help for him. 
given the circumstances, the only teams I can compare the Tampa Lightning to uh, in terms of who had it easier, who had it harder, Harry Price had it harder. Uh, I have to, unfortunately, I'm sorry, Leaf fans, and I'm sorry to myself, because I'm a Leaf fan. Also, uh, I have to compare him to, to the Toronto Maple Leafs. You put Kerry Price on the Leafs, he's not in the final. Vasilevsky had it easy, not going to lie to you. He was like, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He had it quite easy compared to Kerry Price. He wasn't facing an onslaught. His defense is actually made to help him out and get him wins. When you have a defense as good as that and you're only facing, you know, the only way that they were able to beat Vasilevsky was by the fr- the one free giveaway in one of the games, which was the Josh Anderson goal. One of his one of the Josh Anderson goals and by pure luck of catching him out of position. Suzuki streaks up the wing and beats him five hole from like just over the blue line. Vasilevsky never gets beat five hole. So for that to happen, that's just bad luck. But they still won the series. They still have the cup. They went back to back. That's yeah. Now in terms of good teams. You put Carey Price behind Team Canada, <laughs> you're gonna win just as much as Tampa Lightning. Uh, here's how his how Carey Price's season broke down. Carey Price played 25 games this season. I know very lightweight, but he was injured. Uh, but anyway, he had an okay season, and he went 12, seven, and five. Uh, 2.64 goals against average and a 901 tip percentage, which isn't Carey Price-like at all. But, again, injured. Uh, Jake Allen got into the playoffs. Sorry, Price, but he did. Uh, and then you took over. Not surprising. We need, we, they needed you there. Uh, his career in the playoffs is 92 games, 43 wins, 45 losses, no overtimes, because they don't do overtime. Uh, they just do wins or losses. Uh, 2.39 goals against average and 9.19 save percentage. Pretty, pretty decent. That's above average for a goalie, but he's been there for a long time and he's been to the dance a few times, but he's never gone to the final. This is the first final appearance for Carey. I'm so sorry to see that end like that for him. The guy is incredible. He's a generational talent. He's a Hall of Famer in my books. He's special. He's 33. He's got a few good years left in him. Now, if he is going to win it with the Canadians, that is yet to be seen. They're going to have a lot of questions this offseason. Do you keep Corey Perry? Do you let him go? Do you keep Stahl? Do you let him go? Stahl, to me, was very unproductive. He's getting up there in age. And... He just doesn't have much left in the tank. He didn't score at all when they needed him to. He was just more there for a veteran presence. Which is okay. Some teams need that veteran presence. But I feel you get more from Corey Perry. Corey Perry can score and be a shit disturber. And boy was he ever a shit disturber. 
this postseason for Montreal. That's what they hired him to do, though. They hired him to be a shit disturber. Um, Tampa Bay doesn't really have a shit disturber type of player, per se. But they have a lot of players who can get in and be dirty. Um, so that's what that's what helped them out big time as well. Um, let's break down the series as a whole here. Um, goals and all that. I'm going to compare them, okay? I'm going to go off of Montreal because it's ultimately them who lost the series. So, they took Tampa Bay to five games. They lost game one, five, one. So, there is five goals to one. Uh, they lost game two, three to one. So, there's eight to two. Uh, they lost game three, six to three. So... There's 14 to 5. They won game 4, 3 to 2 in overtime. So that's 16 to. Five, sorry, eight, and they lost one nothing. So they lost. They are outscored seventeen to eight. You definitely cannot win games without outscoring your opponent. We all know that. And for Vasilevsky to get five shutouts in elimination, impeccable, outstanding. He definitely deserved the con Smythe. I was hoping for Brayden Point. Because he's never won it before. And he is just... He's another Braden also. Um, Montreal, again. Thank you for a great season. You deserve to be the Leafs. The Leafs looked like a pile of shit. They did. Now, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We looked like a pile of shit. We had a 3-1 series lead and choked it. As typical. Uh, Winnipeg, you swept them. Not many people can say they swept the team. In their first first appearance back after X amount of years like you guys. Uh, then you go on to beat Vegas. Second place team in the whole league. You made a statement and a half. By doing that. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, you're the underdogs the whole ride. And I think that actually helped you guys. It really did. If you guys were the favorites, I think it would have been a totally different story. An absolutely different story. Montreal's top scorer, this kid, is going to be a milestone shot. Kid for this team for this organization, Nick Suzuki. Outstanding playoff. Seven goals, nine assists for eighteen points. Eighteen points in seven games. 
Seven goals in seven. In, sorry. Sorry, my brain just. I'm tired. Let me fix that. Seven goals in five games. Nine assists in five games. Where do you get that for a league, for a rookie deal? Almost nowhere. It's almost unheard of. Cole Caulfield. Which everyone is calling Gold Caulfield. He suited up for 10 games and he had 5 points. Those numbers aren't spectacular, but for a short... Uh, <clears throat> for a short uh, number of sample size, I'm impressed. He's going to be special too. He's coming, just coming out of his first, his final year in college. He'll definitely be a full-timer next year. Remember, the things this kid's doing, he sat on the bench for almost all of round one. Can you believe that? They had this kid on the bench. Shea Weber, uh... I love him. I've always liked him. This he's got the hardest shot in the league, no question. Uh, <clears throat> as you look through his career, his numbers are going down every year. He's getting older, and it's showing. But he's still got a cannon shot, so he still has a lot to offer. He's still a Hall of Fame defenseman, without a question. This guy's taking it around too. You do a redraft, this guy goes in the first round. I don't doubt it for a second. He's a threat. He can hit. He can score. He gave everything to this team. He's their captain now. And I'll tell you, he's a hell of a leader. He is a hell of a leader. And here are some fun stats for you. Montreal had the best penalty kill of the playoffs. The best penalty kill. They had the second best power play. They had the fourth best goals against average. Unfortunately, yeah, even though they were the, the final two teams standing, they still had the fourth best of that. That's still good. That's still good. Nothing to be sh- nothing to be mocked at there. Penalty kill was their bread and butter. Their best penalty killer was Shea Weber and Carey Price. That's what you want. You want your goalie and your best defenseman to be your top penalty killers. Uh, Tampa Bay, on the other hand, uh, they had abysmal power play in the in the playoffs, three for seventeen or something like that. Like, what happened there? <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Brain point, fourteen goals, Kucherov. Over 30 points in the playoffs. 
He is the third player to do that since Lemieux and Gretzky. He is in elite company. Elite company. This guy is a different breed. Brain point. Uh, oh, back to brain point for a second. I'm running out of things to talk about about Kucherov. He could be talked about for days. This thing would be go. This podcast would have a never-ending story. Um. Braden Point. He was taken in the third round. I'm. It still blows my mind. This kid was taken in the third round. Third round. His career numbers. Are redonkulous. He's played, he hasn't even reached 400 games yet. And he's got 310 points in 351 games. Insanity. He's had two seasons of five. Of 30 or more. Goals. And he is a clean player. 14 penalty minutes, 11 penalty minutes, 11 penalty minutes again. He only went above those three seasons in 18 and 17. He's never been a minus in his life. He's a plus 79 in his career. Plus 2 this season. Plus 28 the year before. Plus 27 the year after that. And 18 before that. Like... He is going to be a threat. He's going to want a pay raise when his when his contract comes to an end. He's going to want another pay raise. Questions that are coming up to, to Tampa Bay's locker room. Who can you keep? Who do you have to get rid of? Because they are $18 million over the cap by regular season standards. Uh, let me just break down for you. Who they have to re-sign or have coming up off the books. Uh, let's start with their draft. Okay, They went all out this year to win the cup again. So they don't have a round one pick this year. They don't have a round two for the next two years. They don't have a third rounder in 2022. They, have a, they don't have a fourth rounder this year. They have a fifth, a sixth, and they have three seventh round picks. One seventh rounder is theirs. One Another one is Nashville's pick, and the other is... Is New Jersey's pick. That's that's where their draft ends up. So they got players coming off the books this year are Jamel Smith, UFA. Uh, he was getting paid. Oh, they don't have any words UFA now. Uh, they got Barclay Goudreau coming off the books, Blake Coleman coming off the books, Ross Colton coming off the books, Alex Boule, Barre Boule coming off the books. They've got. Savard coming off the books. Shen, he might retire, so you know I'll, I'll pass on him. Uh, Cal Foot, he's coming off the books. Christopher Gibson's coming off the books. Macklin's coming off the books. He might retire. You got finally Nilsson coming off the books. Um, your one-year UFAers coming up are Ruda, uh, Patrick Maroon, Andre Palat. And then your RFAs, you got uh, Brayden Point, uh, Mitchell, Mitchell Stevens, and Matthew Joseph. So Tampa Bay's got to figure out something real fast because they are, like John Cooper even told them, they know we're probably not all going to be here next year. 
best left to get their stuff for the next seven years, and they definitely don't need to worry about him being inconsistent or garbage. He's getting paid nine and a half million a season, and he is worth it. Worth every freaking penny. But yeah, that's what they gotta work on. They got all that, all that cut. They got all kinds of cap mind to play with now with all these players coming off the books. Question is, how much of that are they going to spend? Because we all know what Toronto looks like, and that that uh, is gonna be a mess. Uh, speaking of Toronto, they just signed Travis Dermer to a two year to a two year three million dollar deal. Welcome back, Travis Dermott. We're glad you're staying a Leaf. Uh, okay, back to the something like a final for a minute. Uh, like I said, congratulations, Tampa. I'm not happy about it, but you guys deserved it. You outplayed the Montreal Canadiens without questions. Uh, all I can say is for the, this is a message for the Tampa Bay mayor be careful what you wish for. You got lucky as hell they pulled it off. Am I surprised they pulled off the victory? Not a single second. Not at all. But I expected a higher score, actually. I was expecting 5 nothing to be honest. The way they, the way they score and the way they defend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're lucky as hell they pulled it off. If they didn't pull it off, you'd be ridiculed. Absolutely ridiculed. So congratulations to the marriage of Tampa Bay as well. Uh, so let's break down everything that has happened for Tampa Bay. Uh, uh, for championships. Uh, the Rays last year won the AL pennant. Congratulations to them. They haven't been to the World Series ever. Uh, so that was huge for them. They didn't win it. They lost to the Dodgers. We all know that. But still, that's huge. Uh, last year, the Tampa Bay... Last season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won their fir- first ever Super Bowl. Or was it their second? I forget. But anyway, still huge. Because they were, they were the... F- the first team to win the Super Bowl in their own stadium. Tom Brady gets Super Bowl number seven on his career. And the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup without fans in attendance. And then this year, even sweeter, Tampa Bay wins the Stanley Cup with fans at a Molly. Is it safe to say that we can call Tampa Bay title town? Or as everyone else on Instagram and Twitter are calling them, Champa Bay. Uh, sticking to the Stanley Cup for a sec. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have an update. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have nine years to win the Stanley Cup before their 1967 ring on the cup comes off. So, Dubas, if you can hear me, Leaf fans, if you can hear me, you know, let's win that cup within the next nine years. We 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 don't want to be erased from existence, please. So based on that, we have till 
2030 to win a cup before our ring, our other our final ring comes off. Let's not blow that for the next nine years, please. Uh, where else can we go from here? Oh yes, uh, baseball. Um, sorry, no. Did we have NBA last night? Uh, did we have NBA on the, in action last night? No, no NBA last night. Uh, we got NBA tonight. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, we're back. We're back in Phoenix again. It's Game Two. Uh, the Suns took Game One, one eighteen, one o two. Can the Bucks tie it up, or will the Suns take a two nothing series lead? Your highest scorers for the series: Booker, twenty seven points per game. Ante to. And uh, Anto Kowampo, 27.7, Greek freak, you know. Uh, Chris Paul, 8.7 assists per game. Holiday, 8.4 assists per game. Rebounds per game, Anto Kowampo, 12.9, 8, and 12.2. So it's been a very close series, without a question. And I look, I look forward to seeing the Suns raise that championship this year. It'll be huge for Chris Paul. Just to see him get one ring would be nice. It's the last time... <laughs> this is how long it's been since they've been there. The last time they they faced off in the final was against the Bulls. And we all know what happened there. Uh, and the last time that happened, the Montreal Canadiens won the Stanley Cup against the Kings. Uh, the... Who else won the won the championship? That was the last time the Blue Jays won a baseball championship. Um, and the football. Let me see who was the football champion. That I wasn't born then, so I can't say. Uh, NFL champion. NFL Super Bowl. Nineteen ninety three. The nineteen ninety three Super Bowl was between. The Cowboys and the Bills. Cowboys taking it. So that's what sports were like at that time. <laughs> so it's been a while. Let's see if they can pull it off. On to baseball. Uh, let's just go right up, right up to the standings to this point. Your stand, current standings by division. AL Central, Chicago White Sox, 51-35. and 35. Cleveland, 42-42. And the Detroit Tigers, 40-47. and 47. I'm just doing the playoff uh, rankings at this point because it's only only two of three can make it per division. Uh, Boston, this is AL East, 54-34. Tampa Bay, 51-36. Toronto, 44-40. Two games back of the wild card right now. Um... Or is it three? Let me see. Wild card. Yeah, three games back at the wild card. That was close. I said two. Uh, Houston, 54 and 33. This is the AL West. Uh, 49 and 39. Uh, Oakland A's. Seattle, 45 and 42. Yes, that's right, Seattle. You're not trash for once in your lives. Um, NL Central. 
Milwaukee 52 and 36, Cincinnati 45 and 41, the Bismol Cubs 43 and 44, 11 game losing streak going on in the Windy City. Uh, St. Louis 40, sorry, I already, already said three teams. Uh, NL East, Mets 45 and 38, Washington 42 and 43, Atlanta 42 and 44. And the final division, San Francisco 54 and 32, Dodgers 53 and 34, Padres 51 and 38. Your stats leaders, batting average, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., 341, hits, and on Frazier 109. Uh, Cunha Jr. leads the runs at 70. Otani leads the home runs. What a story Shohei Otani has been. He is the top two-way player in the game right now. He is cranking home runs. He is striking out the side in order with ridiculous numbers. Uh, so anyway, Shohei Otani, 32 home runs. Runs batted in, 73 for Guerrero Jr. Stolen base of 23 for Merrifield. On base percentage, Rivera Guerrero Jr. at 439. Slugging, we all know who that is. It's Otani again. And wins, Aaron Savali with 10. Strikeouts to the ground, 146. Innings pitched, Zach Wheeler, 119.2. Saves, Mark Melikon, or Melikonch, or am I pronouncing? 26 saves. Holds, AJ Minter uh, with 18. ERA to the ground, 1.08. In action last night, the Rays and Indians. Rays took an 8-1 to over the Indians. They had two three-run innings in the first and the third to open the floodgates. Three homers by the Rays. One by Kiermaier, one by Lowe, and one by Phillips. Let's open up the floodgates on that one. The Detroit Tigers taking on the Texas Rangers. They would win that one 5-3. Kittelari uh, would hold Homer. Uh, that would be the most exciting part of it all. Uh, but they would win this one 5-3. to three. Uh, The Rays would be back in action again against the Indians as they had a doubleheader. Yesterday, the Rays would take the second game four to nothing. They had a two-run bomb of the fifth inning. It was a no-hitter in that one. Wow. Uh, the Jays would pound the living daylights out of the Orioles ten to two. They had two three-run innings and one two-run inning. Um, only one homer to report on this game. Uh, Boba Shett. Oh, the, the Flubbies actually hang on a minute. The Flubbies break the losing streak against the Phillies in an 8-3 win. No homers to report in that game. Uh, wow. Uh, hello, Washington. I, we see you as they beat the Padres. 15-5! to Holy shit! They had 
a th- one a three run inning, a four run inning, and another four run inning. Holy crap! Soto homers. That would be the only homer. The rest were just coincidental errors given completely by the Padres. Yikes. The Braves will win 14-3 over the Pirates. The White Sox will win 6-1 over the Twins. Speaking of the Twins, there's currently a deal looking to be in place between the Jays and them for Nelson Cruz. I would love to have Nelson Cruz. Please make it happen. Our lineup would be disgusting as it is. It's alright disgusting, but it'd be even more disgusting with Nelson Cruz. The Reds would beat the Royals 5-2. The Mets would beat the Brewers 4-3. The Red Sox would lose 5-4 the Angels. Thank you, Angels. The Brewers would win 5-0 over the Mets as it was a doubleheader. The Dodgers would lose to the Marlins 9-6. The Astros would beat the, beat the A's 4-3. That helps the Jays out. That's why we're down to three games. Uh, the Diamondbacks would win 6-4 to four over the Rockies. The uh, Giants would beat the Cardinals 5-2. to two, And the Yankees win over the Mariners 5-4. to four. Tonight in action, we have the Jays and the Orioles again. The Royals and the Indians. The Mets and the Cubs. The Detroit Tigers and the Minnesota Twins. The Nationals and the Padres. The Currently in action, we have the Dodgers and the Marlins. It is 6-1 Dodgers in the top of the 7th. Top of the second, it is 2-0 Athletics over the Astros. Come on, Astros. Uh, the Rockies are beating the... Uh, on the sorry. The Rockies and Diamondbacks will first pitch at 340. The Yankees and the Mariners are on at 410. The Pirates and Mets are on at 710. And the Reds and Brewers are on at 8 to, to 20 action yesterday. England would go on to beat Denmark 2-1 in extra time. They finally give up their first goal of the tournament to uh, Denmark with Mikkel Danzigard. Harry Kane on the penalty kick to win it. England is moving on to the Euro Cup final for the first time in club history. They will face Italia on Sunday at 3 in Wembley. It's coming home. That's right. It's coming home. Italy's here's how Italy and um uh Italy and England got to this point. Italy would go would beat it would be Belgium two to one. Denmark would beat Czech Republic two to one. England would destroy Ukraine for nothing. Italy would go on to beat Spain at penalty kicks, 4-2. England would beat Denmark, 2-1. And here we are, Championship Sunday in the Euro 2020 Cup. This has been On the Goal Line. Thanks for listening. More to come as the baseball season continues. We will be covering baseball now and any uh, off-season action from the NHL.